Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 5, Episode 28, as there has been a storm surge in New York City, and the Carolina Hurricanes have just blown away the New York Rangers uh, up 5-1 as we are about midway through the third period. So uh, Andy and I are back to kind of discuss everything. So uh, a lot on the table here between World Juniors and just the New York Rangers and just, I don't know, the chaos around the league. So, Andy, I have to ask you, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing okay. Uh, obviously not too happy with the the way the Rangers are kicking off 2024. But at the same time, I totally, this the fact that they are, James and I are recording this literally with uh, 10 minutes left in the third period. Um, and Carolina is up 5-1 to one on the New York Rangers. But I was just telling a friend today that it just it just felt like a scheduled loss, uh, how hot Carolina has been. And just you just knew that the Rangers were going to do something stupid early, which they did. It, even it, I don't care how soft the penalty was. It was just it would have been one thing if that was the only penalty they took. But you just kind of see that how lackadaisical they've been this game and why they put themselves in such bad spots in terms of not. Um, you know, just reaching for pucks and trying to defend with their stick instead of their feet and that sort of thing. So, you know, uh, scheduled loss, obviously, luckily for the Rangers, it's one of those things where they put them in a spot where when you drop these games, it stinks, it stings. But at the end of the day, you're like, whatever, you just got to burn the tape and and you got to hope that they respond on Thursday against the Blackhawks. Yeah, and listen, we're we're in a tough spot. I mean, we went down to Florida, um, you know, played a game I thought we should win against the Florida Panthers. Uh, had some, you know, unfortunate, you know, luck and bounces. And then, you know, you go and you bounce back and you play the next night against a Tampa Bay Lightning team that um, has kind of been underperforming. I mean, I, you know, I, I never knew. I didn't think Tampa Bay was going to be, you know, a team fighting for, uh, the one seed in the Atlantic, but they were definitely a team that you thought would be a little bit more in the mix here. Um, you know, they're, they're not 
obviously totally out of it, but you know, in my opinion, to start the season without Vasilevsky, you just thought they would be a little bit more consistent, uh, even with the coaching and stuff. But uh, you know, they're a team that again is is trying to get back on track, kind of like the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, the Hurricanes, um, you know, but, but the Rangers went down there, they beat them, and you know, you kind of feel good about yourself and the way you end the year, and then to come back home. You know, you're feeling good about yourself, probably a little cocky after you spanked the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Carolina Hurricanes team who, you know, although they are in the, you know, the two seed uh, in the Metro right now, uh, you know, and, and picking up their fourth win in a row against the New York Rangers, they, you know, they're another team that has something to prove and they need to get back on track. And, you know, you know, although they are in the second seed, they have also played 37 games, which is two more than the New York Rangers. And that's still going to hold true after tonight. So, you know, again, they have a lot of ground to make up. They need to start to, you know, put together regulation wins to kind of jump back into, uh, you know, the point percentage, uh, you know, top three team in, in the Metro. So, again, it's just, I don't know, I, this this game, I knew, I knew it was going to be a loss. It's just the surging Hurricanes, the Rangers, who, you know, they haven't played bad, but they haven't played their best hockey. It's just the grind of the season. It's now January, and it was just perfect timing. You know, I, I think the statement more so will be how do they respond against Chicago on uh, Thursday at home? You know, one of the worst teams in the league. Yes, they have Bedard. You know, he's going to be excited, you know, to make his debut at the Garden. It's just how you respond. You you got to put them away. You got to get a two, two convincing points in regulation and, you know, get right back on track. Because, like I said, Carolina's figuring their shit out. The Devils are going to figure their shit out. Um, you know, you, you know, these teams like Tampa Bay Lightning, Carolina Hurricanes are going to start to rattle off impressive, you know, 10-game spans where they go, you know, seven and three and you know eight and two so yeah Andy you know looking at the New York Rangers right now obviously we're not playing our best hockey but not our worst hockey are you are you worried about some of these teams underneath us like Carolina and the Devils starting to make their moves um you know I mean I think for sure I think the Rangers haven't had a slump really yet this year They've had maybe tough two game segments, but they've been one of the best. The reasons they're the best team or at least have the most points going into 2024 is because they the way they respond after losses. I mean, we saw that with the Tampa uh, game. We've seen that time and time again with this team. But, um, you know, they haven't really slumped yet. So that can still happen. So and does it start to happen considering how high on the high horses they came into? They ended 2023 with it's definitely possible. So luckily, they've built themselves a pretty nice buffer um, in the standings. I mean, um, going into tonight's game, they lead the National Hockey League with 51 points in 35 games. Carolina is currently in second with after tonight's game, they'll have 47 points in 38 games. So they'll have, they'll still have um, three more games played than the Rangers. So there is a cushion for, for that. They've, and that that's a result of basically how right things have gone for them so far. But yeah, you have to, um, you just have to hope the Rangers 
I this game does not concern me. If they lose against uh, Chicago on Thursday, yeah, that will really concern me. Yeah, I, listen, it, it's one of those games where I think you feel like the New York Rangers have to win, and I don't know. I, I just feel like I, I, it's a game that they you feel like they have to win. It's a game that you know you want them to win convincingly. Uh, after a loss and you know this is the shit that you know you, you pointed to you know just earlier it's just like we haven't slumped yet and we don't need a slump right now it's just whether the storm whether any injuries that you have and just you know bounce back against a Chicago team that just flat out stinks I don't care who they have on their team I don't care you know what Bedard is able to do you know by himself but uh yeah a- a- again it, they bounce back here and you know, get back on track and, and get another two points. It's that simple. If you want to be the best team in the league, you got to act like it. And they've done so, so far this season. Um, and they got to continue to do so. So Andy, did I lose you or are you still here? I'm still here. Oh, okay. I thought I, I thought you cut out for a second and I got a little worried. So no, no, um, I, was, I heard all that. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, and that's probably why I, I, I might've cut you off. Uh, but anyway, again, Andy, you know, Chicago, should be a layup game for the Rangers to get back on track, especially after playing this stinker. Uh, you know, the trade deadline coming up, there's clearly needs that this team needs to address. You know, whether that's the bottom six, maybe that's bringing in another def- you know, defenseman. Um, you know, goaltending's obviously been stellar. So, you know, when do we start hearing the rumblings and the rumors and the, you know, when does that shit start to pick up here? Uh, you know, it's weird. I think you, I think it would, I think I'll basically say what I say every season in that it, I think it would behoove the Rangers to try to get out in front of things before bidding wars come up. But at the same time, I just have a feeling for the Rangers, it's going to be day of decision because I, I don't really think it's ever been their MO or Chris well, Drury's MO just to get out in front of things and make those trades early, you know, unless there's something they're waiting for. There's a chance that a players that they covet might not be available for teams still there. Cause as early as it is, I think a lot of teams that will be sellers still find them think they're in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, especially teams that were maybe were underperforming, but you know, uh, the way things are looking for the Kraken at the, at the the beginning of December and at the end of December are two totally different things. You know what I mean? Cause now they're looking at like they have a chance to, to make the playoffs and who knows, maybe a team like Nashville in the West falls out. That could be a, a good trade partner for the Rangers potentially. Um, and then obviously there's some other teams in in the East, I mean, it would, you can obviously make talks to the, the bottom teams in the league, but at the same time, it's like, you know, if there's maybe some players they covet and uh, who are just bubble teams right now and their fates will will not be decided until closer to the trade deadline when they know if they're really in or out. Yeah, well, you know, I was going to ask you, I mean, their uh, their their brothers in the NBA, uh, they decided to pull off a big trade early. And I, you know, I was curious to hear your your thoughts on kind of a, a big move there. Yeah. And, you know again the you know obviously dolan owning the the knicks probably you know i don't know if he signs off on trades like is that is that a thing because i can feel like i can i can see him doing it with the knicks but i i feel like he's got full faith in whoever runs the rangers to kind of 
do their own thing since yeah i think dolan gets his 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 hands more in the knicks uh pie than the rangers pie because i think he fancies himself more of a basketball guy you know what i mean it also it it makes him the most money i would not so you know that does not surprise me um but uh yeah it's i oh as far as the the trade goes of uh quickly and um quickly and, and rj barrett for uh, uh jesus i always i for never been able it's, it's a to tough pronounce one it. <laughs> it's a tough one yeah uh, i i've listened i i always just say anunobi for uh yes yeah, for og anunobi from the uh the toronto raptors essentially rj going back home to canada taking quickly with them which to me is the hard toughest part of that trade not so much giving up on rj because i think just based on the type of player he is the makeup of the knicks already he was not exactly what they needed so much um but at the same time uh you know quickly hurts but again he was a guy who needed to get paid and and probably he was blocked as well and wanted to make come and would probably command starter money so he'll get a chance to do that on a toronto team that's still pretty good you know what i mean but um uh yeah it's just yeah it's just uh it it's uh it, as far as that trade i think it does technically make the knicks better it feels like a little bit of an overpay, but I think he is kind of, Adenobi is kind of what the Knicks need. Um, his defense off the ball is one of the best in the top five in the NBA. And that's the thing. I think if RJ Barrett is not putting up points uh, and quickly, you know, quickly is okay off the ball, his, but RJ not so much nil. And I think at the same time, you look at guys like, I think that's one of the things the Rangers excuse me, the Rangers, the Knicks really struggle with, uh, you know, outside of maybe guys like Isaiah Hartenstein and, and um, uh, Josh Hart. I feel like the rest of that team, they're off the ball defense. Not so great, but the way Ananobi moves and we, you basically saw it in your, his first game, just the way he, you know, was locking uh, a lot of players on the, the Timberwolves down. Uh, yeah, both teams won their, their, their first games when they're new players. So who knows? It could be one of those things that just made sense for both sides and both sides are better for it. But uh, I liked it for for the Knicks. I will say that. But uh, as as that relates to Chris Drury, who knows? You know, bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just five dollars on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for a gambling problem by calling 888-789-7777 or visiting ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The NHL and NHL Shield are registered trademark of the National Hockey League. 
you know, you always look for the, you know, the, the New York Rangers to, to go do something. Are they going to be the first? It always, usually it's a domino effect where, you know, some team makes a big splash. And, and to be honest with you, like, you know, and I'll, I can ask you this question, you know, who, who's the team this year do you think pulls the trigger first? Like, and, and I, and I want to hear your answer before I give you mine, because there's a, a team that's kind of a shocker that I think is going to be the first team to try to pull off, you know, something big. Um, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts on what team starts the domino effect here. Not, not to, not to cut you off, but the Rangers just gave up yet another goal. And mm-hmm. I'm watching, I'm watching Fox as he's basically on a two on two try, rushing to get back. And he kind of bunting kind of tries to push behind him. And I see Fox throw his hands up, like trying to get a call while the play is still going on. And, leaving basically Igor out to dry Igor, who has been really shitty in this game. Igor basically has to pick a door. He picks the wrong door slides, bunting holds onto a backhand. So now it's six one. That's basically in a nutshell, folks, what was wrong with this game. I saw so many Rangers like Pearl clutching because they felt like they weren't getting calls and just expecting things were going to happen for them. Here's Igor with another almost giveaway. Uh, that's why they lost this game. Not to, That'll be probably the last I, I want to talk about this uh, loss to Carolina, the 6-1, because, again, the Rangers were sharp. And worse than being sharp, I felt like they were soft and didn't skate. So, sorry, James, what was what were you asking me before I got pissed off and had to chime in really quick? No, I well, uh, listen, I, I turned it off as soon as we started the podcast. I'm like, yes. I'm going to end up There's watching still three this. minutes left, too. It, yeah, it's just, it's it's, I mean, obviously it's over because of the score, but it was over just because... Just everything, their body language, their effort, they're just they weren't into it. And listen, whatever it is, this this is as closest to that uh, Washington game um, so far this season where they just did not show up. But anyway, uh, no, I was going to ask you, like, what do you think the first team is that starts this domino effect, you know, with the trades? And, you know, I have a team that I think is going to be not a shocker, but, you know, a team that people probably didn't expect. Um, but I want to hear your thoughts on, on who you think. Uh, you know, what team pulls the trigger? Well, I think it's going to be teams that are trying to get in the playoffs because they're desperate. I think it'll be a bubble team. So um, I think if you look, uh, you know, looking at the, the NHL standings, I think you have to wonder if uh, Lou Lamorello, if the Islanders fall out, might do something. We heard a lot of smoke about the devils looking for a goaltender. So they might kick it off on that end. Um, you have to, if Edmonton who has been good, but inconsistent is still not in a playoff spot. They've been trying to claw their way back in. If they are not any closer, they might get, try to do something early to really shore something up. You know, those are teams like when I look at teams that are might fight to stay in the playoffs, I look at teams like the Oilers, the Devils. Uh, I guess if the Penguins don't really have much to trade, right? So I don't know if they could do it. Um, Washington's an interesting one. I don't know if they should be trying to retool, but they might. And um, but the teams that I really think would go for it are early would probably be the Islanders. Um, the Edmonton Oilers and any of those teams that are currently in wildcard spots right now, Tampa, the Nashville Predators, uh, hell, the Arizona Coyotes potentially. You know what I mean? Um, see, see, I disagree with you. Really? Yes. And 
the reason I disagree with you is because of what happened last year. And I think, in my opinion, I think the Boston Bruins are going to go out there first and they're going to make sure that they get the player that they want. And, you know, I think it's probably, they're probably best off being the first team to go out there and do it. This way they can set the market. This way they can, you know, uh, you know, concentrate on getting the player that they want. Um, you know, there's not a, a frenzy and where you wait till like the last couple players that are really, truly on the trade block. And now all of a sudden there's a bidding war for those players. I think Boston Bruins, after what happened last year, are the first team to make a big splash. And I think, you know, as a, a Ranger fan or, you know, you know, any, anybody that from the East, it's going to suck because, you know, if you're not a fan of the Boston Bruins, you know, and they're the you know team going out there to get somebody first, you know, I, I'm not sure who would they who they would get, but I think whoever they go after is going to be a little shocking, and you know, I think they're going to try to try to make a move because they really picked up where they left off last year. Obviously, points wise and record wise, they're not the same team, but you're talking about you know historically the best regular season of all time. Uh, as opposed to this year where they're kind of just tr- chugging along and knowing that they need to just get to the playoffs and, uh, you know, you know, seek some revenge after the first round early exit against, you know, the Florida Panthers, where they were clearly the better team. You know, they just let Florida back into the series. And before you know, it, it's game seven. And, uh, you know, the, you're on the losing end where it's a coin flip. So in my opinion, I think most people will expect a wild card team, a team that's fighting on the cusp to try to improve. But I think it's going to be Boston. I think they're not messing around this year. Um, yeah, I, I think they're going to be the first person, uh, first team to you know go out there. I don't know who they trade with, but I definitely think they're going to be the first one. Uh, I can see them or the Florida Panthers. So uh, those are my t- first two teams. I think that will will go after somebody. Um, from the West, though, oh god, I don't, I, I, I don't even know. I mean, Vancouver obviously uh, made a move earlier this year. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I can see Edmonton going after somebody if they can. Um, they they've won five in a row, and they seem that you know they're probably going to end up in a wild card spot. They have a game in hand. Uh, if they win tonight, um, they'll be able to. Do, you know, say they're only, uh, what, geez, I guess they could leapfrog essentially the Nashville Predators and just be one point behind the Arizona Coyotes. So, yeah, uh, I think Edmonton probably from the West. But, uh, yeah. Uh, what else you got, Andy? You got any World Junior stuff for me? Yeah, I mean, on in brighter news, a lot of World Juniors, uh, the quarterfinals were played today by a bunch of expected and really unexpected decisions. I think obviously the the key takeaway for today was Canada losing, getting eliminated from the tournament by Czechia. Uh, literally the game tied with 2-2 with 30 seconds left in the third period and off and Canada had been pretty much just out shooting uh, Czechia by a lot, but um, it was, you know, goaltending was making a stand up and just a, a kind of nothing shot off the from the wall, just basically uh, deflects off. I feel like I, it deflected off somebody like a little screen and, and just goes right into Canada's goal and they're eliminated from the tournament. But, you know, they had kind of underperformed for the tournament 
granted, I think people knew they weren't as strong. You know, they've won three out of the last four tournaments. So, um, you know, but uh, so it wasn't necessarily unexpected. But yeah, you know, just not. Um, yeah, just not, you know, they weren't. It still seemed like they they should have at least that was that was a winnable game for them. So they're out. Uh, USA, pretty dominating performance against Latvia. But, you know, Latvia, they definitely were skating with the USA. It just it just didn't have the overall top end skill that USA does. But yeah, you, you, you look at a lot of these countries and I've really been impressed with you can see that divide is is lessening and lessening, you know, good performances in this tournament from teams like Germany um, a few upsets here and there, you know what I mean? Slovakia was pretty good, although I, they lost, I believe in overtime to, um, to Finland, uh, today. So Finland makes it to the quarterfinal, uh, big day for Rangers prospects. I mean, USA, the game kicks off with, uh, Drew Fortescue with a, a goal. And then I think the final score was seven to two and a uh, big game for Gabe Perot. He has two goals and a, and a really nice assist in that game. So he's, and he was named player of the game for USA. So he seems to be heating up after maybe being a little quiet early in the tournament, especially now that the games are starting to matter. So uh, yeah, huge. You, you have to like that. If you're a Rangers fan, you know, they have uh, now that uh, the captain of Slovakia, uh, Adam Shakur is, is no longer in the tournament. The Rangers still have two, two prospects in Fortescue and, uh, and, uh, Perot and yeah, obviously Latvia is still not on the level of USA, but Hey, we've seen some upset. So, and you have to compete. So, uh, yeah, it was good to see his game starting to come on in this tournament. I think he's only going to get better. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good to see. I mean, this tournament's obviously always exciting. Um, I, you know, I haven't, you know, unfortunately I've only been able to watch, you know, a lot of the highlights and stuff like that. But, you know, again, for the team USA, it's, it comes down to every year. It's like they, you always feel good about them. And then they lay an egg against some of these teams, like just randomly. And, you know, I'm hoping that they can finally, you know, you know, overcome it. You know, like you said, Canada's won the last three out of the four tournaments. So to see them go, obviously, is the second best thing besides the Team USA winning. Uh, now that they're out, I mean, I, I don't want to say is, you know, the, the path right here, right now, like the easiest path for the New, uh, New York, right? the Team USA. Is there any other team besides, obviously, America that you could see, you know, kind of steamrolling right through into the finals and, and winning it? Uh, well, the, uh, until recently, the host, uh, Sweden has looked really good. Um, they won their quarterfinal game in overtime, um, today. So, so until I believe until I forget who their last opponent was, but they hadn't given up a, a goal in the tournament. You know what I mean? So I, I think Sweden and USA are basically the teams that sh- you would imagine I have to look at the, the brackets for the next games. Um, can I do well, that? Well, it's uh, Czechia versus Sweden. I think, uh, you know, I think Sweden wins that game. Uh, I could see Sweden's yeah, definitely Germany better than versus Norway. That'll be an interesting game. The German mm-hmm. team is really impressed and I, I've liked Nor- Norway's compete level. So, but I mean, it's, it's, you know, well, and I say this, I, I could see Sweden and USA steamrolling the race to the finals. I could also say, see uh, Finland, very New York Rangers s kind of like 
kind of sneaking their way in there too. You know what I mean? Just based on yeah. the way they play, they've basically given uh, Sweden their only upset or so far in the tournament. You know what I mean? Their only loss. So, um, uh, so yeah. But I mean, it's in my opinion, it's New York's uh, New York. It's uh, it's uh, the USA's and and Sweden's tournament to lose. I mean, the host team has a lot on the line, being the host country and wanting to play in front of their get a big win, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, you at on favorite. The the Americans are the favorite with all that talent they have. You know, you just they have to I think the one thing is they just have to maybe defend. They have to be more cognizant of the way they're defending. Um, they do give up a little bit in terms of how aggressive they can be sometimes. So that's the one thing they got to look out for. Yeah, no, it should be interesting. And this uh, will continue on Thursday, I believe, is the semifinals. And then. I don't know if the finals, I think they skip a day in between, but anyway, yeah, no, hopefully, you know, the USA can find themselves um, playing for the gold medal before the next podcast. No, it won't be before the next podcast. They play a minimum Thursday. So yeah. uh, So we'll have one more podcast in between, um, I guess the semifinals and finals, but uh, yeah, you, you got anything else? I mean, I, right now my energy level, Andy, uh, is is about equivalent to the New York Rangers tonight. So you you if you got anything else, I'm like brain farting my way <laughs> through this podcast. So I mean, we have some very important news that you're really bearing the lead here. Uh, oh, the Hartford okay. Wolfpack today announced <laughs> that they've signed Artemisimov to a PTO. So uh, I mean, I I almost spit my coffee out when I read that at first because at first I was like, what? At first I think because I. You know, it's my first day back at work after the new year. Uh, I almost read it as, as the Rangers at first, just because as my my brain works. Um, uh, but it, you know, I, I it was just like a blast from the past seeing his name pop up. Everyone was obviously stoked. Everyone's posting the uh, the Anisimov, you know, the 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 road to the Winter Classic, gun, you know, snipe sniper uh, move that started that huge brawl um i forget what team that was against but uh was it the hurricanes no i I forget who it was but just very it was very funny a little blast from the past and i saw on um twitter was ryan callahan had had chimed in and had tagged brandon dubinsky and said uh, like we should hey doobie we should be expecting a call to get the kid line back together whatever which was very funny so nice little blast from the past uh and hey who knows maybe somehow he'll some way find his way up with the Rangers this season. If in an emergency call up, he was a pretty good AHL player, at least as of last year, he has a history with Panarin. He played centered him and Kane, uh, I think for a season in, in New York or New York, Jesus Christ. See, I, I'm getting all on the Rangers. I didn't come out with my best effort today. I'm, I'm still, you know, a little hungover from the new year. So, uh, that's why I'm giving the Rangers a pass. Cause I'm, you know, I'm coming into this not prepared, not very mentally sharp. The Rangers weren't sharp, but yeah, who knows? Maybe there's a chance we might have uh, Anisimov come up if he looks good. If then the Rangers have in- some injuries, because right now Johnny Brodzinski, the 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 rose is off the what is what's the phrase? Is it this off the bud? What what you know what I'm trying to say? It was off the bloom, whatever. Like that was a nice story for all of two minutes, and now I'm watching this guy try to make plays in the NHL and it almost like just get this guy back to Hartford, please. You know, let's get some real bottom sixers and some real NHL talent, please. So that's all I got, James. You got anything else? 
No, I mean, like I said, you know, obviously Team USA playing in the semifinals. Hopefully they can get a, a win and move on. Uh, the New York Rangers have a big game against the Chicago Blackhawks on Thursday. Hopefully they can bounce back and hopefully you and I can bounce back as well. Um, yeah, just a long day today. First day back. I am like shot. Uh, yeah, I just not, not my best work today. I apologize. If you made it through this podcast, um, I don't know, go reward yourself with, you know, something, I don't know, a beer or Snickers. I don't know anything. But yeah, Andy, uh, you can sign us off here. Okay. Well, happy new year, everybody. It's 2024, which means anything that happened in 2023, good or bad, it's it's in the past. So you can either look upon it fondly in your rear view, or you can just look ahead because you don't want to look at the, you know, the flaming uh, pile of tires that are <laughs> that's behind you doesn't matter it's a clean slate for everybody and even if you stumble on that first step like we clearly have and the new york rangers clearly have that doesn't mean shit you can still have a great 2024 uh, you make your own luck you just got to keep uh, doing the things that put yourself in a good position to be lucky and uh things might just work out for you 